Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, we have a beautiful gospel that is actually very much relevant to the fact that we are celebrating, or yesterday we celebrated, the feasts of, of the martyrdom of Saint Cosmen and Saint Dimien. We find today's gospel speaks to us about an amazing encounter that happened between the Lord Christ and as St. Mark says to us, a rich young man. St. Mark makes it very, very clearly that this person that came to Christ was rich. And this person came to Christ and did something that most people would see as honorable, as good. He said to him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And the Lord answered him and said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. Many of the church fathers pondered on Christ's reaction. Christ, he came and called you good teacher. Why did you respond to him and ask him the question of why do you call me good? Obviously, as we continue reading the gospel, we can see that Christ had seen the heart of that man. As you continue reading about the encounter, this man had a beautiful question. How do I inherit eternal life? Question that each and every one of us needs to really be only concerned with. Your only concern in life should be, how do I inherit eternal life? Many of us have many concerns. Many things on our minds. To the extent that we sometimes find it hard to stand and pray. Hard to dedicate some time to read our Bibles. Difficult to even come to church or partake of the holy mysteries. Because there are many other concerns on our minds that are more important than this specific question. How do I inherit eternal life? And therefore this young man had a beautiful intention. And on the outside seems to really be concerned about his eternity. But Christ says to him, why do you call me good? One of the church fathers explains that to us. He says to us, Christ needed to highlight, to understand the question. So that his reply may answer the purpose or what the reason that prompted the question. 
And he says, he voiced his objection to the title of good master in such a way as to challenge the faith of the questioner rather than the designation of himself as a master or, or as good. See, the problem with this young man, he didn't recognize Christ as God. He didn't see Christ as God. On the contrary, he saw Christ as just another teacher that may be able to give him some instructions on a few acts that he can perform and through these acts he may be able to inherit eternal life. This young man thought that eternal life can be inherited by simply performing some works. And this is why this becomes very, very clear as the Lord continues to, to, to speak with him. He says to him, you know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and mother. And the young man answers him and says, teacher, all these I have kept from my youth. God says to him, okay, I'm going to have pity on you. I'm really going to highlight to you what your problem is. And St. Mark says to us, Christ loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you, have, you will have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me. And then St. Mark gives us this picture and says to us, but he was sad. Young man, two minutes ago, you were asking the good teacher, what can I do to inherit eternal life? And he has just given you the secret. He has just told you what you need to do to inherit eternal life. Why are you sad here? But see, the problem is, I don't just worship God. Christ just unveiled the fact that there are other gods in my life. And he basically said to me, leave those other gods and just choose me as your God. And I can't do that. Therefore, I am sad. The young man was sad because his wealth was a God that he worshipped. His wealth was something that he couldn't give up. And this is the challenge that many of us have. I said to you, this was a beautiful gospel because really it complements the feasts of St. Cosman and St. Demian. When you go and read the account from the Synexarium of their martyrdom, you found that they stood and the governor at the time said to them, come and offer incense to the idols and said, no, we don't do that. We love Christ. And the governor said to them, okay, well, if you what do you love more, Christ or your body? I'll show you and I'll torture you. And the governor started torturing them, started beating them, started to put them into what looks like um, a box that kind of squeezes the person out with nails in it. And then threw them in the sea, in the water, to sink them. 
And out of all these, and then he burnt them, tried to burn them alive. But St. Cosmanus and Demian's faith was not unshaken. We won't love anything above the love of Christ. Why? Because he is our true God. And we don't see him as a teacher. What Christ wanted from this young man, not simply to follow a few rules, because the young man had this impression that if I follow a few rules, I'm going to inherit eternal life. Especially us as young people, we think that that's how simple it is. Abuna said to me, read the Akbayah, read the Bible, come every Sunday and you will be good. That's all I need to do. But to love my sister, I'm sorry Abuna, that's hard. To love my brother and treat him well, that's also very hard. To obey mom and dad and to obey what they ask me to do, Abuna, they're always asking me to do things that are very, very difficult. I can't do that. That's very difficult, Abuna. That's hard. You've given me the rules, I'm just going to do these three rules and I know God is going to be happy with me. It's not about that. It's about whether you see you love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your understanding. If I love God, then in loving Him, I obey all His commandments, not just a few rules. All His commandments, it says, commandments say, love your neighbor as yourself. It means I need to love everybody, yes. Even my enemies, yes. Even those girls at school that bully me, yes. Even those boys that always make fun of me, absolutely yes. Even that manager that I have at work that's making my life hell, yes, and pray for them. This is how you go and you sell all that you have and you come and follow him. Don't allow anything to stand between you and God's love. How many of us struggle to read our Akbar because we get caught on our Facebook or shouldn't say Facebook these days. People tell me, Abuna, you're old. Instagram. Oh, you're still old. TikTok. And if it's not that, it's phone calls to our friends, FaceTime and WhatsApp and Messenger and God knows what else these days. These are the things that Christ today says to you, go and sell what you have and come and follow me because in that you will have a treasure. The church today, in the epistle, the Catholic epistle, St. Peter actually describes the treasure that we all should be searching for. He says to us, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through, through the knowledge of him who called us, by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises okay what are these treasures what is it that allows me to have these precious promises that through them you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption, the corruption that is in the world through lust. The treasure is that heavenly life.
you will become partakers of divine nature yes you will have eternal life with god that's the divine nature does not end that's the eternal life we're all looking for okay what do we need to do what are how do i keep that pleasure that treasure giving diligence giving all diligence add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge to knowledge self-control to self-control perseverance to perseverance godliness to godliness brotherly kindness to brotherly kindness love if these things are yours and abound you will be neither barren or unfruitful they are the treasures we need to search for in this life and the church today says to us we are on a journey we're beginning a journey towards Christ towards receiving him towards christmas the biggest gift and the most precious gifts that the world has ever been gifted is Christ how do i prepare for it? this is exactly how we prepare ourselves for us prepare yourself by having these things add to your faith virtue what does that mean it means that if i really trust god love god if the faith of god exists in me people will see it in the way i act i will always love i will always give that's the virtue i will always be someone who seeks peace someone that is full of joy why because i have christ inside me christ dwells in me therefore my faith which is invisible becomes visible in my virtue and to virtue knowledge through that i will truly get to know christ and to knowledge self control fasting will no longer become a problem because i know i have the answer to the question that i really want to ask and that is how do i inherit eternal life may the lord grant us to all of us to be focused on eternal life to always ask him lord am i on the path to inherit eternal life glory be to god forever and ever amen this talk was brought to you by upper room media we hope that this talk has through the grace of god touched your heart and we pray that it will not only inform you but will also transform you and your life with christ